listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast by Dr. T. Michael W. Halcom, Dr. Frederick J. Long, Dr. Mario Melendez, Dr. Jennifer Noonan, and J. M. Smith. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I am Michael Halcom, and this is a Fallacy of the Week episode. Now, this week, we are going to look at a video, and this is a video posted by musician, actually say maybe former Christian musician, Michael Gunger. And uh, if you've been following him for any amount of time, you know that he sort of walked away uh, from the church and from the faith, and he's doing this whole deconstruction thing, you know, he's into that fad. and. Um, really just is doing a lot of postmodern, trying to like speak out both sides of his mouth kind of thing. So we're going to look at one of these videos, which is interesting and sad, but at the same time humorous at, you know, um, across the board. So let's go ahead and watch this. If you're, uh, if you're watching, you're going to get to see it on the screen. Obviously, if you're listening, I think you should be able to hear it too. But this is, uh, I'm watching it from a Facebook reel. So, yeah, here we go. Uh, let's look at this. I'm turn the volume up here. And then we'll get going. It has to sort of become this free-for-all, all-you-can-eat buffet of ideas where you don't actually get to have any of your own convictions and it's just kind of everything's equal and that's not actually what it means to be inclusive okay so he's somehow earned the right or privilege to define or redefine what inclusive means okay so he's saying he's taking some issue with this idea that inclusivity means we all have to believe the same thing. Uh, I've uh, I've not heard that. In fact, that actually goes against every understanding of inclusivity that I've ever heard. Inclusivity is supposed to be the idea that peoples from all different viewpoints um, are able to be together. So I don't know where he's hearing this, that this is what inclusivity means, but that's not what I've heard it to mean. Nevertheless, he's 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 appointed himself now. He's he's doing this sort of straw man thing, right, where he sets up the argument and he's going to get to knock it down by redefining it and then becoming the hero. This is just a classical fallacy tactic. All right, so let's see what else he has to say. You can have your own convictions. You can be speaking from a place. You know, you can have an Italian restaurant that only serves Italian food and that's not being, you know, violent towards people that eat sushi or (laughs) oh i can't help but uh laugh because he's saying you can you can have an italian restaurant that serves italian food and that's not (laughs) that's not considered violent toward people who eat sushi (laughs) so asinine i don't know anyone on the planet Literally no one who has suggested that 
having an Italian restaurant serving Italian food is violent towards people who eat sushi. I've never heard anybody suggest such a thing, much less claim such a thing. So again, he's making up this like absolutely ridiculous scenario, and then he's going to knock it down to try to make himself look like the hero. Classic straw man tactic. But really, this is just nonsensical and uh, hilarious. It's this nonsensical postmodern speech, right? This rel- relativistic nonsense. So let's keep saying what he has to say. Or shaming of people that want to eat other things sometimes. You can serve what you serve. You can believe what you believe. You can have your own. So you can serve what you serve and believe. you can believe what you believe. As if serving food at an Italian restaurant is somehow equivalent to the beliefs that one has that set their moral compass, their ethical compass that set uh, the foundation for their faith life. Right? You see, it's just a faulty analogy embedded in there. Those two things don't even jive. So there's another fallacy. Um, And by the way, he says you can have your own belief. Of course, nobody ever said you couldn't. Maybe unless you're in a a sort of a dictator uh, nation or dictator state, and they're saying you can't have your own belief. But then even even then, people can have their own beliefs. Like nobody can force you to have this or that belief. A belief is something you assent to. Now, whether you vocalize that or not is up to you, but what you believe in your head, nobody else can dictate that. So you thank you. Uh, Michael Gunger, for giving the world permission to have each person have their own beliefs. (laughs) What would we have done without that? Um, Anyways, Gunger keeps going here. Let's let's see if it gets any better. Convictions. But can we have enough humility to acknowledge that my beliefs are my beliefs? Can we have enough humility to acknowledge that my beliefs are my beliefs. Um, Again, does that really take humility? Or is that just how humanity works? We each have our own beliefs. And um, yeah, I acknowledge you have your own beliefs. You have yours. I have mine. Like, I don't think that necessarily takes humility. It's just part of being human. Um, But perhaps he's suggesting something else. And maybe what he's implying is that it's not humble, it's lacking humility to suggest that, oh, I have my beliefs, and that's the only way it is. If you don't have those beliefs, then you're wrong. Well, it's not, it's not unhumble or not humble to suggest that somebody's wrong. Not all beliefs are created equal. They're not. Not all beliefs are created equal. Um, some beliefs are better than others. Right? The, the belief that Two plus two equals four is better than the belief that two plus two equals five. And just because someone believes something and another person believes something, all beliefs aren't created equal. Right? Um, let's keep going. This is absolute foolishness so far, uh, which is maybe why it only has two likes and one reshare. But let's keep going. That this is the way I see things. This is where I stand, and this is what works for me. But have enough humility to recognize those might not be universal. 
that what works for me might not work. Okay, there it is. That's the that's the classical postmodern relativism. That is relativism at its finest. What works for me might not work for you. Now, this is absolutely ignorant. This is absolutely stupid. Um, so if we just put this to the test, uh, we can see how absolutely stupid this is. So I would venture to say that uh, Michael Gunger here, um, what works for him is uh, not being gang raped, gang raped by a gang of thugs. But for the gang of thugs, if they're like, oh, raping him works for us, then how do you argue with that? She's going to say, oh, that doesn't work for me. And they're going to say, well, it works for us. So who wins? <laughs> the, the logic just doesn't hold, right? That relativism, this is the law of non-contradiction, right? Something can't be true and false at the same time. Or something can't be true and not true at the same time. That is not how it works, right? So the law of non-contradiction, and we need to remember that. That's that's really a key to uh, a lot of what we're working with when we're doing um, logic and reasoning. The law of non-contradiction. So this sort of ridiculous, stupid relativism doesn't work. It, it is a logical fallacy. It breaks down at its core. Um, if somebody, if I say, oh, you know, I love having this car. It works for me. And my neighbor says, well, you having that car doesn't work for me. Uh, and so he starts bashing the windows out of my car and destroying my car or steals my car. Well, just because that works for him doesn't mean it's right. It's problematic for me. Right. So we can't we can't live by this. What works for me may work for me and what works for you may work for you, which is just another way of saying what's true for me is true for me. And what's true for you is true for you. No, truth is true. There is absolute truth. All right, let's let's keep going. And you have your own beliefs and that's OK. I actually is think it, is it OK to have my own beliefs? So, again, thanks for the permission for that. I think that truly being inclusive is really being you completely. Like being inclusive, this is how he defines it now. He circles back to this. Being inclusive is being you completely. As convicted as you like, are. As convicted as you are. So being me, like by the way, that is not what inclusive means. You could look up the word inclusive in any dictionary and ask any linguist, and they're not going to define inclusive as you being as completely you as possible, like as convicted as you are. The dictionary is not going to say that. It's not even going to be close. So his redefinition, and that's a fallacy in of itself too, this redefining of terms um, is a fallacy. He's committed like several fallacies here already. Broken the law of non-contradiction. Um, this is not what inclusive means. He's proven that he is not reliable to define inclusive. Uh, and he's talking utter nonsense. And this may appeal to some people with his his curly hair and his his uh, rocker emo kind of look, but it's absolute absurdity when it comes to reason and logic. As specific as you are, but actually just humble enough and open enough hands to allow 
for everybody else to be that they are too. Just keeps talking. This is this is ridiculous. So inclusivity is you being as completely you as are being you as completely as you can, like as completely as as possible, and you having your beliefs. And then now he says uh, he adds to this, and letting everybody else have their beliefs too. Now, this may get closer to the definition of inclusive, inclusivity, where you have people with, of differing beliefs um, existing together, right? Uh, and including one another. But that's what it has been all along. He, he made this dumb video to try to redefine it and sound philosophical and theoretical and, and wise, but it really just sounds stupid. Period. Um, so my advice to you, don't listen to Michael Gunger, and hopefully I'll never have to s suggest uh, uh, Michael Gunger to you again, um, or bring him up to you again, but perhaps we will, there's a lot of fallaciousness there. All right, I'm going to stop there and uh, say, I hope that helps. Interested in growing your ancient language skills, but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glow's House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glowsahouse.com today. Glow's House, language resources for the global community.